Hey, have you heard? The good folks from Farnham are giving away a gorgeous, decked out Farnham 75th anniversary John Deere Gator filled with $1,000 worth of Farnham horse care products. Visit www.farnham.com backslash 75-giveaway to see the prizes and enter for a chance to win. Again, that is www.farnham.com backslash 75-giveaway. Happy 75th anniversary, Farnham. Thank you for always being our partner in horse care. This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. Hey guys, it is Caitlin Gustav with another episode of The Short Score. And today on this episode, you're going to hear a special interview with the American Rope Horse Futurity World Champs, the Heading and Healing Champions, Tate Kirkenschlager and Joseph Harrison. Chelsea Schaefer was down there, my boss, and the host of The Score podcast. She was down in Fort Worth, Texas and got to watch all of the phenomenal, young, upcoming team roping horses go in Fort Worth, Texas at the John Justin Arena. And we got to see another Kirkenschläger win a heading title. This time it's Tate. Tate was riding Born in the Boondocks. And he roped four steers with an aggregate score of 915.69, which paid $23,000 on October 22nd, 2021. Kirkenschläger's Born in the Boondocks is a five-year-old gelding. And they also won second in round two, which gave them another $3,000, bringing their total earnings to $26,000. This marks the first win at the Futurity for Tate and his second time competing. His cousin Dakota won it in 2020 aboard X My Itch. So that was super cool. It's awesome to see that. And you're going to listen. Joseph was adamant that he and Tate were on the podcast together, not in separate interviews, because B- Joseph was so happy for Tate and this accomplishment. So that is super awesome. And obviously, Joseph Harrison, he won. And shocker on Relentless Remuda's WND Affair, which is a five-year-old whiskey and diamonds gilding owned by Trevor Brazil and Miles Baker. They call that Sarl Horse Rico. Joseph and Rico, they scored a record-smashing 931.65 points on four head, including a practically unbelievable 238.8 in the short round to seal the deal. They took home $26,000, and they were also second in round three with 232.36 worth $4,000 and fourth in round one with a 229.82 which added another $2,000 so big week weekend for those guys so exciting I hope you guys were watching the live feed I know I was trying to go in and out watching it because it's it's phenomenal it is cool to see what these guys can do with these horses and you know it it's just fun watching head and heel horses I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and I hope you guys enjoy listening to Tate and Joseph talk about their awesome day in Fort Worth, Texas. 
From the passionate hatters that started the company to the hardworking team working daily to produce the best quality hat a cowboy can wear, the folks at Resistall live and love the Western way of life. Not only do they respect cowboys and the Western way of life, they live it too. That's why they say we live it every day and why they wear the hats that they make. Don't forget, check out Resistall.com. Well, Joseph, could you tell me why you wanted to do this with Tate? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I just, Tate and I have been friends for a pretty good long while, and this is Tate's first time to win it, and he did an amazing job. He showed the wheels off his horse every time, and uh, I just think it's cool to get to do this with our fellow comrades, and I, I like it. <laughs> I like it, too. Tate. It is your first time, first time winning it. You've been here, have you been here since the start? Um, helping, I showed last year, it was the first year I showed. Um, but uh, yeah, just last year and this year. So both of the horses you guys rode have really unique, kind of cool stories. Yours was your wife's horse? Tell me the history on that one. Uh, my in-laws raised him. We showed him here last year as a four-year-old. Right after that, me and my wife bought him. So yeah, pretty much it's my wife's horse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was he a cow horse originally? What's uh, his? Lund uh, broke him. Miss Lori tried to cow horse him. He wasn't quite good enough to do the cow horse. And then uh, they sent him to us. We started heading on him. And then uh, we bought him from them. But, uh, yeah, Brad broke him and did all that. And then we started roping on him. What was his four-year-old year here like? What did he do? Oh, uh, he was green. He just, it was rough. He was green. I mean, he didn't do bad. I can't. Uh, I think we caught the first one. I might have, I don't know. One of us missed the second one. It just like any other four-year-old they were green joseph were you watching his horse go at all did you get to see his short round run yes ma'am i did i i went back in there to watch the last three and uh, i helped some callbacks a little earlier <clears throat> but i didn't have any in the in the top four or five and i went back in there to watch um i knew that he had won it before shay ever healed the steer just the, just the way it all set up and Tate had made a really nice run and TB was kind of behind the eight ball on that steer a little bit and I, I was just pretty sure that Tate had won it already. Tate, tell me about that run and tell me about the way the horse was all day today. Where, What was what were his runs like, or yesterday, I guess all day yesterday? Um, first run, steer was good. Just nice steer, good start, just run up there. Um, he didn't really just get in the ground and get it on his left leg, just kind of out the front. He was good, I think 225. I think we were sixth. Um, the second steer was perfect, just right down the middle. I could see it coming, set it up. I think he two-third, might have won second in the second round. Third steer, just right down the middle, tried a little bit. We just kind of caught him 225, and then the short round steer was perfect. I mean, he left, as soon as the gates opened, he left true, and I got a great, I honestly thought maybe I broke it when I left, but got a good start, and that horse is good if they'll kind of go off to the right like that. He'll really run over there, and I get his shoulders picked up and get his left leg underneath him, and it just, I got such a good start that I could see the shot coming, so just set it up, set it up, and then Cole, he did a good job getting him off over there and healing him. I mean, it, it Cole does good. Like, I can take him a little bit farther, like Cole, like Cole and Joseph and Paul, those Jade, those guys helping it. It pays off when they throw fast. I mean, it takes about a half a second to run off, and then, you know, you look up after four runs, that's two, two and a half points. I mean, it's, it's a big deal. It really is. Yeah. And I know Cole said that uh, that horse is, like, worked like a seasoned rodeo horse so it was like the kind of runs you guys have been making all year that he just was so easy to heal behind did it feel like 
did he feel like everything was easy? I guess. Um, yeah, that that was his best run out of all four. Like he that the other three runs, he felt good, but that that felt just like he did at the house. The other three, I mean, you know, kind of like the house, kind of like a little bit of greenness still. But um, if I can get him set up right, he'll shape him up like a like a older type horse should, or I guess. But uh, but that steer being good, and I knew exactly where he was headed off over there, and Cole just left him alone. I could set it up to. If I can get him set up, he, he can handle him right. Was he home all summer? Was um, and while you were rodeoing? Yeah, we turned him out. I guess uh, right after Oklahoma City show, so first of June, we just jerked the shoes off and turned him out. And then when we got home from Salinas, I guess three four weeks ago, we got him up, and started exercising him. We've been roping on him the last three weeks. So uh, yeah, but he got roped on quite a bit as four year old here, and I mean his main deal just getting him tired. If he's tired, he'll work. Um. Joseph, your horse was not put up all summer. Your, your horse was in the program all summer, and not your program. Uh, tell us how did, I mean, that horse came from Alan Chapel's sale, then he went to Rancho Rio. I mean, I don't know if you even know the horse's whole history, do you? Can you can you give us your version of it? Man, I know a bunch of it. And, and like you said, he went through some, um, sure enough, really good operations. And... Uh, I'm pretty sure that, uh, as far to my knowledge, everybody that's had a hand on him has uh, been a pretty good hand. You know, the horse has been in good hands every time he was in hands, and that's a big plus. You know, I mean, uh, Tabuti's a really nice horse, and that's, I mean, a good horse makes easier, but um, I wasn't, he hasn't been in my program. It, uh, Trevor Brazil, Miles Baker, the Relentless Remuda, uh, them guys do a great job. I mean, it, no, no big shocker when you get on there and it comes up on your Facebook news feed that, man, oh, they got them horses dialed in. And I had a couple of horses come up lame that I was going to ride here a couple weeks ago. And uh, I called TB, told him I needed some mounts, told me to come ride through them and pick them. So that's what I did. He's one of the ones I picked. I mean, he's, uh, he's, one, he's one of the best ones that I've ever shown in my whole show career. I mean, he's a really, really nice horse. So how much did you ride him before this? Or how, how natural was the fit then? I rode him maybe three times. Um, and I wasn't even going to ride him the third time. Uh, and TB was kind of insistent. You know, he said, hey, man, you go ahead and run a couple. So we've been riding him. He's in shape. It's fine. So... We rode him some, and Miles and I kind of talked about a game plan about best way to ride him. And honestly, I threw fast, too fast on him in the first two rounds. Uh, I didn't get him set up perfect, but like I said, he's a, he's a good horse, so he showed himself off. But uh, kind of started to get I, – I placed on him in the first round anyway, and um, I don't think I placed on him in the second round, but I placed on him again in the third round, I'm pretty sure. Um, the last two runs I made on him was by far the best two runs. It's because I, I got him set up just a tick better, and he and I kind of got together a little bit. So at, a lot of times you're sitting there waiting on the scores at the end of the run and wondering what them guys are going to do with it. I didn't have to wonder. There yeah, was no wondering. Right I knew that I was yeah. the winner immediately. That's a great feeling. Yeah. I mean, it really is. One of them, when you feel one of them horses like that do what they can do under you this this is as big a deal to me as making the national finals and i'll say that with a straight face because i love this part of it yeah. the the young horse part of it is my favorite 
apart. And uh, winning this deals, it doesn't get old, I promise you. That's my third time, and I'm, I hope it's not my last. <laughs> I know, it was so much fun. Uh, Tate, I know uh, Trevor and Miles took a bunch of horses home last night to score and, and do all kinds of stuff with. Did you, did you do anything with yours in the middle of the night at 3.34 a.m.? No, no, I just I just left mine alone. Um, I was confident if I had him tired, he'd work. So, uh, you know, shoot, we've been loping and riding and loping and riding, and uh, we just turned him loose last night. And then I think maybe around 11 today, we went and saddled him. A couple boys loped him for a little bit, washed him, put him up. We did that a couple times. And then I think we saddled him up around 3 or 4 o'clock and then just kind of tied him up and just, just keeping him tired. Now, I didn't want to – I don't know. I'm not big on trying to over overthink it or do too much. I mean, just – I think once uh, you know, once you leave the house and you go somewhere, you know, just just see what happens. I, I don't I don't try to overthink it. I usually I usually step on my toes enough. And just kind of <laughs> just leave Did they run any on Rico last night? I forget what they told me. I don't think so. Um, I don't know that they didn't, but Miles didn't say that he did. And if it, he'd have told me he'd run some on him if he had, of Miles, he's schooled him up for me a couple of days in a row before I went and rode him Monday. And uh, and then Miles rode him and Dagger both for me the two days after that Tuesday Wednesday and uh, man it's so handy you know that like having a team you know what I mean the guys that you can he he don't you don't go to him and say hey man I need you to do this and this and that even the hand that they are he comes to you and says hey boss how you want this what do you want me to do to it you know what I mean and that's a that's a big plus, man. Everybody's humble. You know what I mean? Like, you get guys that are cocky and arrogant and believe in themselves a little too much to the point where they can't be helped or be of, of any, you know. So I like I like guys that have their hat in their hand when they're done. And I'll be the first to tell you that I had nothing to do with the training on that horse. All I did was pilot and catch the legs. That's it. Them guys training, I'll do the show. I think your piloting was pretty substantial. Though. It was it was moderately good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw their third run, and like it honestly looked. I remember their third run. I think the steer was just kind of medium left lead, and Chad went at him like second round at Caldwell. Like I mean, he run over there, Clint stepped to the left, tight on the horns steer hit out one jump i mean when he made that run it was like i was like that might have just won the round like the, that was the, that was the only run i saw the horse make but in the third i mean they went out that steer like they had to be five two to win the rodeo and um, they mucked it out of it i mean chad went at him joseph went at him and it it was nice yeah that makes a big difference um i've rode with chad for three regular seasons now uh he's awesome partner he's an awesome guy he's a great dude but i can feed off of him because i if he's ginning he's got stuff rolling i know where he's going i know where the cow's going uh, same thing cole even though Tate, tate's riding a young horse they've roped together enough and them young horses but he knows where tate's going with them so he can get up there and plan on that steer doing something and hit the ball off the tee where, you know, I mean, that if you're moving the tee around, tee ball will be a little harder. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I think it's very imperative what, what Tate said earlier about, you know, not only having a great partner, but a partner that you know what's up. I mean, you know what he's going to do. When the cow does something, you know what he's going to do. Ben's the cow did that. You know what I mean? Yep. Whether it's for me to hit the turn the right way or whether it's for Cole knows what Tate's going to do. Ben's the cow done that, and now Tate knows what Cole's going to do so he can set his horse up to face him. You know what I mean? And it all plays in together. It's just awesome having a team. You know what I mean? Team Teamwork is good. And Chad Road, Clint. So, I mean, you've got a horse of the year, right? Like, that's... He's a hard hit. I like him a lot, but he's a hard I told him, I said, you ride Frosty or whichever one's fine. It's all good. And he said, no. He said, from every cow. From this point forward, I think it was about the third steer in the first round. He said, every steer from this point forward, I'm riding Clint for you. And he did. And it obviously, it, I love that head horse. He's been great for a long time. And Chad does a great job on him. So, it's really good. Chad was so mad earlier. I ran into him, and he was like, I'm, I'm not angry at it. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. He said he missed five in a row. Um, yeah, that, or that helping deal. You, I mean, Joseph knows. I mean, you look up, and you're clicking along, and you've you know, either healed 15 in a row or turned 15 in a row, and all of a sudden you run up there and wave it off one. And it's not like missing at the rodeo. You just wave it off. First thing you think is, I just cost my guy 1500 and the year of time he just put in on his horse. So you're instantly just wanting to bang your head off the wall. Like it just total meltdown. And then you turn a few more and then everybody, you know, they're like, gosh, you're up good today. All you can remember, you don't remember the 45 steers you turned for money. You remember the three you missed and the three barriers you broke. That's all you can think about is how you cost those guys. Just like Lund had a horse win the second round. He went 234 on Walter. Dakota rode him the first round I missed for that horse. The only one I missed in the first round helping. And, I mean, Joseph might be able to say, but, I mean, that horse had a chance to win no worse than probably fourth or fifth. I mean, first through second or third. I mean, the horse, I mean, yeah, he wins the second round, 234. It's just ridiculous, you know. And so, like, stuff like that, that'll eat at you for a while. That It really will. You know. um, how's your horse bred? Uh, he's out of Smart Boons. Not, I don't know how, I know the mare, but I don't know how she's bred. I know Miss Lori cowhorsed her. It was her really good mare that she cowhorsed forever. Um, and, uh, yeah they raised it and then um, yeah brad broke it and everything i mean when i got it it was i mean which all of his horses i mean just get on and go rope and it was very broke which it, it helps the way they break them for the simple fact of you know getting that horse to come down like brad's really showed me a lot of stuff and helped you know that horse you know how to use your legs and do stuff you know walk him in the box and just you know brad's really helped with that and that horse had all those buttons to begin with so all i had to do is learn how to use them and then just go to roping on him so that that was a huge help. Am I going to ask you a question you don't know the answer to? Do you, I, you always know the pedigrees. Do you know WND Affairs pedigree? <laughs> Man. I, I, I think I did until you asked. Uh, I really do. I think he's about whiskey and diamonds. For some, for, for some reason, I, I think he's about whiskey and diamonds. Because WND. I, I really, I really do think he's by Whiskey and Diamonds. Mm -hmm. um, Have you done well on any of those before? You know, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever rode one. Um, he might be the first one that I've ever rode. Mm -hmm. uh, that horse is just—he's got a really nice size. Uh, I like a big horse to heal on. Uh, some guys don't. Some guys like a small horse to heal on. Uh, 
I like a big horse with some stride to it. I want it quick-footed, but I want one with some stride to it that I can match. You know what I mean? Some of them little horses, they get their stride so tight that you can't match them with your swing, so their timing can't be as good as your timing. And I just, I like horses with stride, and he's got a great stride. He's a, he's not a long horse, but he's a big, framey horse, so he moves just hair blocky, and it feels amazing to me. Uh, so, uh, that honestly, that horse fits me good. If I had to, he's good in the box every time. I mean, I feel like if I had to run the first steer that I run this year at the national finals rodeo on him, I would be fine. I really do. I mean, I think it would be no problem. I remember you saying that about Dual Patron too. Yeah, really cool horse. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, box, it's it's nuts. I mean, I mean, his horses are better in the box at the dang competitions than ninety percent of people's horses at the house. I mean, it's what they do with them. I don't know. I would like to know, like how they can get them to stand there like that. You should get a subscription to Roving.com. <laughs> Honestly, like Cole and I have talked about it. Like I would pay Trevor for. It would be worth to get some lessons on that part of it. Like it, their program is. It's, it's unbeatable. I mean, it really is. It's nuts. We have full practice sessions on roping.com. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so, um, no, I know. That's funny. I, I did not mean to, We did not need to make this about Trevor. Everything gets made about Trevor, guys. We, we don't have to do that. Here's the deal. Uh, somebody else said that to me the other day. And the way they said it, it wasn't the way you said it. You said it meaning sarcastically. Yeah, the way they said it, they were being snotty. Mm-hmm. And... Not only is TB great, and he's one of my friends. I, I truly do love the guy. He's a great dude. And he'd do anything for you. Um, the reason that it gets made a lot about Trevor a lot of the time and Miles, because they got a kick and ass program. I mean, a surefire program. They're both great at what they do, and then they combine it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Everybody came here. Guys tell me every year, I, you know, we all talk about, hey, what you got for the fraternity over there? Oh, man, I got one. I got that one. He's sweet. Now, I'm going to take these other two or three just because I'm going, but, shit, you know, they're just horses. They don't have 13. They don't have enough of them that they didn't get to bring the others because they didn't have enough riders for them. That's a, that's a program. I call that a program, man. And a lot of us came... Tater did a great job, you know what I mean? Did a good job. There's some other guys that did some really good jobs, man, and, and, and placed through there. Uh, there's some guys that did really, really good and just had one rut row through there that could have potentially been a huge problem, you know what I mean? It, but it just didn't fall their way. And that's what this is all about, man. This, this ain't about one guy or one team. It's about everybody throwing their marbles in the hat. Let's play marbles. That's all it is. So many things got to go right. Yeah. I mean, Joseph knows better than I do, but it just seems like just so many things got to go right, it, especially with the judges and the time and the steer. I mean, the four steers I drew couldn't have been any better. I mean, drew the I mean, perfect four steers. I mean, that last steer was perfect. Oh my, he was good. But like just like that, we're talking about helping. Like steer starts off on the right. Cole knows that that horse is fine going to the right, and he's almost better, so he leaves him alone. Just he knows I can get over there, get him, get him set up. You know. So, but yeah, I mean, just so many things got to go your way. Just it's it's. Not, I mean, there, there's that's the deal. You know, you see all the horses placed. 
but in it, honestly, especially in the heel, and I think in the heel, like the set of heel horses, I mean, shoot, Paul's showing a horse he won Salinas on, you know? So, like, the heel horse deal, you know, Jeremy Bueller's showing a five-year-old he rodeoed on as a second string. So, like, the heel horse deal is unreal. But, you know, you see all the heel horses do good. There is, you know, the top ten heel horses, there's probably ten heel horses that did not make the short round that are probably just as good, but things just didn't go their way that day. Like, I missed that one for Lund. I think Chad waved one off for Joseph, had a pretty good horse in the first round. I saw wave off over there to the right. Like, you know, there's people that have horses that could have won first through tenth, and it just didn't didn't fall. Just, just that's just how it went. It just got to go your way, I guess. It's, uh, well, guys, I'm so happy for you. It was awesome. It was super fun. It was such a fun short round, right? <laughs> okay, I will let you guys. We are by ourselves in the arena, in an empty arena right now, so I'll let you guys go. Thank you very much. Thank you.